0: Hey, this is Lou, just a couple quick words before we start the podcast. We're going to talk in detail about Animal Crossing New Horizons' first day, in addition to everything in the Resident Evil 3 demo. If you'd like to avoid spoilers, this is your warning now. Additionally, Timber was recording remotely this time, so it might sound a little different. But thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy it. my name is Lou, today I'm joined with timber Taft and Ken, how are y'all?
1: Hello! Because
0: I don't feel like asking you guys individually anymore, because you're just a collective unit. Unit. Unit? Union? We, we are unit. all one unit here. It's, look, look, it's 10pm, I have had a skosh of a beer, and I'm tired. I took a nap after playing five minutes of Animal Crossing, because I've had a long week. So shut up.
1: That is the effect that Animal Crossing has not So, did you intentionally nap after Animal Crossing, or did the Animal Crossing lead to the napping?
0: Um, the Animal Crossing led to the napping. So, I've had, like, four hours of sleep every night for the past, like, two weeks. <laughs> and, like, Animal Crossing's got some real chill music to listen to. And tutorials bore me, no matter what. So, I was playing the tutorial of Animal Crossing with soothing music, and I was sleepy. So, I fell asleep for, like, two hours, and I woke up to food. It was kind of nice, but at the same time, like I had other shit to do. I had a video I wanted to work on. Um, I needed to clean the kitchen, and I took a nap. So that was how my afternoon panned out today. How about yours, Ken?
2: Well, I was playing Animal Crossing at like 7 o'clock in the morning. And then I finished what I needed to do at 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been just going back to it offhandedly ever since and then i recorded on to you and now i'm here
0: and how about you chum
1: uh i survived a, a long day of work and then i came home and i did a bunch of life stuff i pet the cat i like stared at the cat the cat stared at me and then i, I picked up my switch and downloaded animal crossing and then forgot it was downloading and like watched youtube And eventually, I remembered I downloaded Animal Crossing because you talked to me about it, so I spent the last hour playing the tutorial of Animal Crossing.
0: Nice. Yeah. Wait, so did you have to go to work, or are you working remotely right now?
1: I have been working remotely, so as of the start of this week, it's been remote work the entire week. And it's going to be like that for the foreseeable future. There is no end time set.
0: I technically work remotely, I guess, as well, because I don't know where the Twitch servers are stored. I think mine's in Chicago and fuck if I'm going to Chicago why would I ever want to go to Chicago that terrible awful city
1: I, I would I would be kind of impressed honestly if there was a Twitch streamer so dedicated like for the best most reliable speeds I'm going to be the best Twitch streamer you've ever seen I'm streaming to you live from the Twitch server room in Chicago uh, so there's no latency no chance of things going down
0: I bet that's where like they have the worst connection is at the server itself because that's where all the connections for me for me drop. <laughs> yep, that's, apparently this that's server in Chicago sucks. But speaking of Animal Crossing, I have hold on. I got a bubble in my throat. This beer is not so great. It kind of <laughs> tastes like weak. Well, no, no. Okay, so I have this beer. It's uh, Burr Oak. Wait, is it who makes it? Burr Oak Brewing Company. It's a Mocha Milkshake Porter. Called Daz, So, yeah, we are, you already know what we're getting into. And it just tastes like. Hold on. Not Mochaccino milkshake. So, it's a very watery porter. And it kind of tastes like the. It has like the aftertaste. Like, the aftertaste is like the ghost of like a Mochaccino milkshake. Like, you can kind of tell where they're coming from, but it's kind of like the ghost of a flavor. So, it's not very strong. And, like, nothing that needs to be, but the flavor of the porter beer is also, like, the ghost of a porter. So it just kind of tastes like watered-down beer. And if I'm going to drink watery beer, I'm just going to go, like, get Kirin Ichiban or Asahi. Because that's my sad boy's, like, shitty beer. So, like, why... I'm... Tom picked this. My friend Tom picked this. He came up to visit me last weekend. And he picked this beer. I... I'm questioning his taste in beer at the moment because he picked this. He also picked another one, but he just picked a brown ale, and there are other options, and he chose these two, and then left them all at my house after I told him I don't really drink a lot of beer, so this is where I am, having to drink all this kind of mediocre beer. And I thought this was made by Logboat, but it's yeah. not.
1: Yeah, I feel like it should be like common law to know that like I don't like, I, I'm not, I don't like beer that much. Okay, so you got two choices. You either get them like. A cider or something that's very much like not beer at all, or you get them a lager, which is beer that anybody can
0: drink. You get like—I mean, I like beer. I just—I haven't been drinking as much beer since I moved back from Japan. Or do you not like beer? No, you like beer.
1: I'm okay with beer. It depends on the beer.
0: Because I've heard you like pour beer all over your keyboard while we were recording once.
1: Uh, that was a pumpkin oh. ale, and that was especially good. That was a very good beer. That that,
0: that, that was a that was a season one thing. There,
1: it was a. It,
0: By the way, I I found the files to most of season one. I have like half of the podcast files because okay. SoundCloud deleted all of them. You
1: can you can stitch those together into like a meme compilation now. Oh, it, wait, SoundCloud no. deleted all of them, so you'd have to like reupload them then, right?
0: Yep, I only have the last one up. I have the last one up where you are not even on it. It's just me and Ken.
1: I don't even remember how my, like, in induction uh, started with that. Like, I, I was just suddenly here.
0: You were here from the beginning. But, but... You just weren't there that day.
1: Oh, I see. Okay.
0: You've you've always been part of Potosaurus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was no induction. It, it has been as it has You're always been. You were one of the been. founding members the of Potosaurus. The beginning that never was. All right. Well, that's good to know. I learned something new today. <laughs> oh my
0: God. You learned that you have always been a member of the podcast that you have always been on since episode one.
1: <laughs> All I nice. know is a lie.
0: <laughs> so speaking of Animal Crossing, how are you guys getting on with it? I know it's like day one stuff, but we really can't do a whole lot. Um, but since Timber played the least amount, what have you thought of it, Timber?
1: So far, um, it... It's like a, a magic drug of a game man like I didn't think in what way well I didn't think I would' enjoy it that much because anytime I tried to have somebody describe to me like hey man what makes animal crossing good well you know it's just sort of relaxing escapism I'm like what the hell does that mean what do you mean it's, it's relaxing exactly what escapism. animal crossing is but it but what does that mean? I've played so many games that are technically relaxing escapism, but the difference here is that the minute that I start Animal Crossing and an animal talks to me while whatever weird, you know, barely present music plays in the background and then you get into the actual gameplay and you see, like, you hear a cicada chirping and, and and you hear the water rushing and it's literally like something about it is immediately relaxing.
0: Mm. It's really hard to describe Animal Crossing. Like, every time I talk to people, or like, every time I try to explain it, like, uh, Tofu was asking me about it, he's like, this game looks terrible, like, it looks sounds stupid, what's so good about it? I'm like, it's literally you just kind of existing, like, in a way, you you exist in this town filled with, like, furry animal friend people, you do chores sometimes, or you can do nothing, you collect fruit, fish, bugs, you can build your town like it's it's kind of just you can do what you want you can choose to not do any of that just run around and harass your animals like it's it's I, I don't even know it's a weird type of sandbox game in a way where like there are restrictions on it but you don't feel that there are any restrictions even though it's like time and day based it's it's so hard to describe it's just like it's just the most relaxing game in the world because you have no goal unless you want to make one. And I usually hate games like that, but you have no goal other than, like, hang out.
1: Uh, even down to, like, its its sincerity, like, when, you, when you're when you going around your, your daily life, there are a couple of times where, like, Tom Nook will talk to you, and he'll be like, you're starting your new life here, and there's just, like, this... It's trying to make you believe it so hard, right? That, that it's just, like, you are... This is you you are this thing you're in this world Mm. this is you inhabiting this new life in this virtual environment and it's literally just like yeah okay i i don't know it's it's if they told me that they had like consulting psychologists on the nintendo team that helped design this game i wouldn't be surprised
0: Mm. it is because kind of weird or it is kind of weird like it is a very Japanese game, too. So, like, it's... I know. I find a lot of their games where, like, there's no point to them to not be as, like, engrossing or as interesting as Animal Crossing as well. Like, I don't really like Harvest Moon, but I think Harvest Moon is up that alley as well. Or, like, even though you have goals, I guess, some throughout the day, it's that same type of, like, this is you. you're It's... You go at your own pace. Like, that's the thing, too. Animal Crossing you go at your own pace. If you didn't want to finish the tutorial today, you could... You could just like put it off. You could you don't have to like spend it, like, you know, go around grinding for nook tickets or like bells, whatever, and buy a your house. It's whatever you want to do. It's purely at your own speed. What about you, Ken? I mean, I've been liking it so
2: much. I did everything what I could do for the first day to the point that I'm just doing remedial things now just so I could build up a horde of, um, axes and fishing poles. Wait, how did you get an axe? Oh, so. You have to give you have to give stuff to Tom Nook and he gives you uh axe or he gives you the recipe for the axe.
0: What? <laughs> this what? Is a new discovery? No, I've been trying to figure it out because I got the.
2: Uh, so you got the notification to to set up blathers.
0: Um, I gave him a bug and he's like, "Oh, I have a friend that will check into this." Okay, so y-
2: you have to give him more things and then he gives you rewards and then at, at like around like the fifth or sixth. Thing that you give him, he'll say, "Oh, okay. You know what? Blathers is gonna come here, so pick a spot for him, and then he'll come the next day."
0: Oh, okay. I'm gonna do that right now. Um, so I just <laughs> have to give him more more bugs and <laughs> stuff. Like, yeah. So come so give
2: <laughs> give him extra, any extra bug or fish that you have. I think it'll be counted for the museum. I'm not too sure yet. The museum will come on my next day. So.
0: Yeah, one so he, <laughs> I'm he, doing this right now.
2: He'll give you an axe, and then so to get more stones, you have to use the axe to hit the stones, and then you'll get more rocks to unlock the axe.
0: Okay, because I spent money, or I, you know, I spent my point stuff to get like the more durable upgrade stuff, like I can build them. But it's like you need a flim, like a, a flimsy, the flimsy one. First. Yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. How do I get the flimsy one? Yes. Yeah, okay, so- I'm doing this. I'm literally doing this right now. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I found that out today that I was like, oh, he mentions, like, offhandedly, if you give me more things, I could give you stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'll just give you more things then.
0: Oh my god, I didn't... I've been, like, trying to figure it out. I'm like, why do I have, like, the way to get the upgrades but not the new ones? I was so confused and upset by it. Like, okay, okay, I have... I'm, like, recording more footage of this. Well, I can do this as well. So I have this. I'm gonna give him all these bugs. I found a creature. Okay, so... Okay, but continue on your thing while I'm doing this.
1: Just keep the podcast going, boys. Just keep it going. Um, yeah, keep talking. <laughs> I, so... So it's
2: it's interesting, nonetheless, how the do-it-yourself stuff is an integral part of you making your own things. And I like that, yet I don't like that because I'm trying to hoard everything now. <laughs> like, I'm picking – I'm shaking trees every so often, and I'm hitting rocks with the axe, so I can hoard materials, so I can get a frying pan. So, it's interesting, nonetheless, and I I, I do like it. It is at your own pace, but I think once, that I'll need to come back to it on our next next time we do the podcast and kind of revisit everything because yeah, by just then to see I think the ba- yeah, how the ball started rolling because you're still at the infancy and you're kind of just getting your your sea legs, so to speak, of how the game is supposed to be working like, your residents don't even ask you for favors yet, and that's a usual thing for Animal Crossing, whereas your residents kind of ask you, hey, I need to get this sweater to James the the rabbit. Can you give it to
0: him? Yeah, you only have, like, you only start with two, so, like, there's really not for anything for the... If, like, if you want me to go give this to the other person, then you're gonna need to do it yourself, you lazy ass. I,
1: I think I also appreciate the kind of unique experiences that you do end up getting out of the game as well, that... I didn't like I didn't know until we literally started talking at the start of the the podcast where I was like hey what fruit do you have and I was like uh apples like everybody fr- else duh have, and it's like oh you have apples yeah I have apples I have oranges you have oranges Ken has peaches
2: yes I have peaches and then your mother your game in game mother gives you a random <laughs> secondary fruit so I got pears Pears, peaches, oranges, and apples. were almost there for the DK crew. And no. then, because I went to the island, I got coconuts.
1: Uh,
0: I, I bought a ticket for the island, but I haven't gone there yet.
2: I don't know what that is, so
1: I guess I'll find out.
2: Yeah, so when you get to the island, you get the chance to meet another person to invite him to the island. So I'm pretty sure the next day, the lion guy I met, I think Leo was his name is going to be in my town or on the island and then Blathers is going to be there and once I give him more stuff I can finally just be like, okay I can continue on with this game finally
1: I I just had the realization, I was like, man, maybe we should like warn people about these spoilers, but then I realized that by the time this goes up, anybody who actually cares about Animal Crossing will already be long past where we are,
0: so I feel like tutorial stuff in Animal Crossing is not spoilers Ah. like, I don't want to see certain things in it but like I feel like tutorial things in Animal Crossing aren't spoilers because you pretty much know what the game's going to have anyway. And like for me, I didn't know about this thing with Blathers. So I feel like this someone's going to be like, how the fuck do I get Blathers? Well, here's how you do it. Yep. How do I get Blathers? Tell me. Here we go. Yeah, what so?
1: What island shapes did you guys end up going with? Did you take the center bottom island or?
0: They're all, dope. those are randomly generated.
1: Oh, well then.
0: Yeah, because my girlfriend reset her game three times to get one that she liked. She was actually being, she was actually kind of being a pain in the ass about it. <laughs> she was, well, she's just like, oh, I don't really like this one, and then she's like, Well, I want apples, and then she got apples. She's like, oh, Well, I'm gonna do it again. So she reset her island several times.
1: I don't, I don't know if it's, is it the same for everybody? Where you end up, no matter what, you end up kind of like on one of three islands, and everything separated by rivers.
2: Yeah, so I think they do that so that when you progress into the the game cuz there's no way to get to the other side yet well in the first day anyway
1: yeah until you build bridges which it very clearly has like sh- unshaded sections of the river that are meant for a bridge to be on eventually or no i don't think you'll even get
2: the bridge yet you'll get this like lunging the pole, pole. Ball thing. yeah you'll get mm. like a olympic pole that you just lunge over oh that's practical the, the river <laughs> So, but that's the reason why they have you had the emergency call, just in case you lunge over and you cannot get back.
1: <laughs> it felt weird um, playing the game at the time that I did, because my first session started at, like, 9 nine p.m., right? So I, I played the opening day, and then it was like, okay, I'm going to go take a nap now. And then I wake up and... Tom's like you slept the whole day, and I was like the whole day, and I look around. and He's like, it's still night, <laughs> it's still dark in the game. Oh no, I the... played I I played the game at eleven
2: p.m. because that's when the game activated here. So the, the it was bright day, and then I the goes. Oh, you slept the whole day. I'm like, okay, that that makes it understandable, but it's dusk. Why? What? what? <laughs>
0: You just slept until literally the next day. I'm so happy now. I have something to do after we're done. Uh, <laughs> done today.
2: You're they, welcome. They, they well, now st- like,
0: cause what time is on there? It's 10:26 p.m. that I'm recording this, and I'll get blathers tomorrow. I'm almost tempted to go wake up my girlfriend, and be like, go, 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 give him more things, <laughs> so you can get blathers tomorrow.
2: Yes, yeah, so like he offhandedly said it, and I was just like, oh, I wonder what happens if you just give him more things, and then he calls blathers.
0: So. <laughs> See, I assumed it was, like, I had to give him one thing to get the ball rolling, and then, like, blazers Blazer would just, like, show up.
2: Yeah. But the the option was still there, so I was just like, oh, I wonder what happens if I just give him more things, and he just took it. Yeah,
0: that's why I was confused, too. I'm like, how many do you want me to give you, bud? Because I was like, I don't want to give you any more because I'm saving them.
2: <laughs> saving for Bla-
0: Uh Who did you guys get for, for, for um, I was going to say for foreigners, for villagers. I got, um, I got <laughs> someone named Sterling. God. Who, um, he's this, I guess he's an eagle? He's some kind of burb. Oh, that's But cool. he has, like, a knight's shirt. Like, um, like an old, like, um, like Arthurian knight outfit mm-hmm. on. Even with, like, a helmet.
1: Is he and all then sporty I got, sports?
0: Uh, he might be a sporty type. Yeah, because he always talking about working out. Okay. And then I got some, like, chicken named Plucky. Well, and she, what does she call me? Chicky-doo or something like that? chickie Chicky-poo. That's her like um, her catchphrase thing. She's okay. I I almost reset my game when I saw that I had two birds though.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, probably more of uh, yeah. Fangirl's territory. But uh, I got a. Um, honestly, I'm not sure if I figured out what kind of animal he's supposed to be yet. But his catchphrase is Stubbles. He's like he he's like a. I guess he's like a bear that, that has like a five o'clock shadow. He's also like a jock type. And then What's they're... his name? Honestly, I don't remember his name. I just assumed his name was Stubbles. <laughs> but it's probably not. Um I think I also got like Piriyani or Piriyana or something like that as the other one. And she's Does he like... have
2: like a natural mustache? No,
1: he has like a, a fly, like a full beard. He has like a be like not a not a full beard, but it's like stubble. It's like it's like he's going to be like a detective in like a murder mystery, but he doesn't have the personality for it at all. So he's just like, "Hey, friend, how are you?" and like, "You look a little strange there there, buddy." But uh
2: what color is he? Uh, like,
1: like like gray? His, like his skin or like the clothes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he's more like a Brownish color, but but the stubble's gray. I don't know. I could, I could go grab my switch and find out.
2: Yeah. So I have I have Goose the chicken, and I have. Da, 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 da. I also have a bear. I think her name is Pinky. I think that's her name.
0: Oh, I want Coach. Not Coach. A Chief. I want Chief. <laughs> chief.
2: I want. I want Tutu
0: and Apollo. Apollo I saw someone had. Oh my god, Blathers is trending on, on Twitter.
2: Oh, I have I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure everyone's like, how the hell do you get Blathers? Or, hurry up Blathers, come, because I need to offload
0: all this.
1: You actually accidentally call it, Kyo. Um, Coach is is the, the bearded ox thing that I have. I'm trying to remember. There's so many
0: videos of people like stacking stuff in front of where Blathers is supposed to be. <laughs>
1: Oh, I think there's also just, like, there, there was one other cool thing that I saw. I don't know if you saw a, a tweet that somebody made that apparently if you play Animal Crossing in Japanese, but...
0: If but your s- region is not a Japanese region, they'll, they'll basically Nihongo Jozu you. Right. It's so funny. So... What that is, is if you're not a native Japanese speaker and when you and you go to Japan, you speak Japanese, you could literally say anything. And this is like, I know it's a gross generalization, but I ran into this like on almost on an almost daily basis, despite living there for four years. And I'd say things like, oh, Sumimasen, they'd be like, oh, Nihongo Jozu. And that just means like, oh, your Japanese is so good. It's like, I literally just said, excuse me. <laughs> How low is your bar of people having Japanese ability that me just saying, excuse me is Nihongo Josu? How low? And the game has that built in as a function if you play it in Japanese despite not being in a Japanese region. That's really, really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't, ch- I can't experience this because you only can have one island per system. So I can't change my language and, and check this out. I'd have to buy another Switch for this. Thank you, Nintendo. Rip. Which I still don't understand why you can't have more than one island. That's stupid.
1: Yeah, I didn't even realize that, so I guess I'm locked into it too now. Although you can make, mm-hmm. I'll bet, you can make a second profile and play off that second profile. Because it um, pretty much separates you can completely.
0: Um, in your second profile, you can just make another villager on that island.
1: Oh, that's terrible.
0: Yeah, that's why everyone's complaining. <laughs> no,
1: okay. What if you just delete the entire... I mean, I guess if you delete the entire island, then you, you're fine. You can do it.
0: You but. can, and you also cannot use your um, Nintendo Online Cloud Storage to back up your old one. And you can do a one-time transfer if you lose your file, because I guess they have a backup online. But you only can do it one time if you lose your your save data somehow, or if you have to transfer it over to a system one time only. Why did
1: they... Why did... Yeah... As usual, because Nintendo all, they, got yeah, a I, Nintendo. I was gonna say, there's there's always something draconian with Nintendo's games, but uh, fine, fine, I'll accept it.
0: Also, there's voice chat if you want to use their, their online app.
1: Uh, I mean, I guess that's cool if you're like playing with friends. I don't know how I'd feel if I was just like playing Animal Crossing and s- some guy popped on the island and he's like, Hey, bruh. Let's do some. Let's do some fishing, man.
0: But I mean, the game. This kind of highlights one of the problems with the Switch itself. There's no native voice. Lo- no, uh, there's no native voice chat on the system, except there is, and they locked it out. So you have to use an app to do it, which is kind of dumb. There is text entry, but there always has been. It's just like this would have been a perfect time for people not to have to have like 15 different devices out to just play a game online. Yeah, I, just... I mean,
1: I mean this, it's always the weirdest thing with the Switch, because the one thing that the Switch is built around, which is, like, the convenience and portability, is lost if you're trying to do voice comms. It's like, oh, you mean I have to have another thing with me? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, you can assume like, that we're just going to have a phone, but...
0: The Nintendo Online app only has three games supported. That is Splatoon 2, Smash Brothers, and Animal Crossing. Two games from the same developer, and then Smash Brothers, which, if you can't tell, like you can really see where the Splatoon um, and like Animal Crossing team like really beefed up their uh, visuals in this one because the game looks really nice.
1: It looks great. I mean, admittedly, like it's, I, I've only played in handheld mode so far, so I know that there's an. I mean, it looks it looks here, fine but...
0: in both. It looks fine in both. Like the art style carries it entirely. It kind of has that clay look to it a little bit, like claymation almost. Or just, like... It's, like, really high-def looking for Animal Crossing, which is really weird, because, like, I'm not used to it looking this good. Like, it's not that the 3DS will look bad, but I'm used to... It was 3DS graphics, you know? Like, it was, like, 20, 240p on that system. And, like, seeing it in 1080, I'm like, wow, it is a massive jump from the 3DS. It's massive.
1: Everything about it's very cute, but I definitely had a moment when I first, like, inhabited my character's body that I went... Oh no! This is just how he walks and runs, and I can't do anything about it. This is just like the way that this character
0: will always move. (laughs) Like you can change their run animation if they put a dress on. They run with their arms up, kind of like the unit in Final Fantasy Ten or Ten Two. Okay. They kind of run with their arms up.
1: Yeah, but they but the boy version basically does the same thing. Like there's not really like a. There's not...
0: Well, it's different enough, and, and also, they, they change it up, too, where it's not... They don't... Um, I keep hitting my microphone. They have changed it up, too, where the characters and stuff like that, nothing's gender-specific anymore. And even initially, it does not ask you if you're a boy or a girl or anything like that. It just says, choose your look. You can change this later.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I guess you're right. Well?
0: Like, it's kind of interesting. They kind of went out of their way to, like, make it a bit more welcoming. Um, but they did that with Pokemon. They're doing it with that. So, it's kind of nice to see that like everything is on the table you can have like a boy looking character with female hair now and like it does it does not matter anymore nothing specific nothing specified or anything which like before i think there was things like um at least in new leaf if you had a boy character you could not get girl haircuts or if you could i think it might have been something you unlocked but it was it was never something you could easily do i think you could get wigs maybe but they've like streamlined all of that streamlined all that so now yeah. you can also just pick it. I think when you get the um, haircutting shop, you can just pick your hair color and haircut instead of having to answer like a, um, a MySpace quiz to like figure out what your haircut and hair color are going to look like.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I it is cool uh, that there's that, that they've kind of inhabited that. Um, for me, I was just kind of like it would have been nice if I could have like actually just chosen that out of like a list of animations, but I'm sure that would have been extra work, so it's not a big deal. It was just something that I was like, ah, this is this is how it is. This is just how it is.
0: Yeah. I've never heard someone be upset about the run animation before.
1: I don't know. Like there have so- never
0: heard someone like I've never heard that criticism of this game before. Is that the run anima- animation?
1: I, I I don't know. It's something that I always notice in games. Like I pay actually more attention than the run to the run animation than I probably should in games, just because I'm very cognizant of the fact that especially with, like, over-the-shoulder, um, like, action or RPG games or whatever, like, unless the character's carrying something, in which case they're pretty much always going to look the same, they're going to look like some guy or girl carrying a relatively heavy thing, um, that animation is going to be with you for the whole thing. Like, that's not something that changes, so hopefully it's something that you that that like jives with you or that that feels in character for you that you can kind of inhabit or get used to um mm-hmm. so, so in a lot of games it's like a very neutral animation
0: you know what game has really good animations in general not just the run ones the witcher one. Oh my <laughs> god that game it has things that are considered animations and they are they are this is an animation is it good no 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 it's really bad but it is an animation. Were, did
1: you did you observe the moment when the game just forgot what animations were when I entered the swamp? Was it were, you were
0: were you T-posing around?
1: Basically, like it was just Geralt with his arms down to his side and he just hovered around and everything in the world <laughs> hovered too. So I went into the like into like the brickmaker's village and I saw a brickmaker just sitting on air eating like a piece of cheese, and then I turned a little bit with my T-posing Geralt, and I saw this dog who was laying on the ground, and then it just glided across the ground in its laying position. I was like, something broke. (laughs) Something's not right here. After saving, of course, it immediately just crashed. I was like, okay. (laughs) Don't know what happened. Good game. But yeah, I think the, um, I think it's just something that I have to get used to. It's, coming from someone who has never played animal crossing so in general i just need to get used to like the tone of the game that everything mm. in it is very cute <laughs> to mm. like the dialed up to 11 so I'm like oh this is the game's
0: p-. almost cute to a fault sometimes
1: yeah um
0: but like you said earlier you mentioned something about how this is very sincere there's like no cynicism in the game whatsoever it's really weird to see that in a game in general there's like no hint of anything being cynical in the game like even like, jokes people have made about like Tom Nook being like, like um really like not greedy but like you know just like he's he's ready to make another business thing a business deal so like he'll mention about like getting your house or like you know you can upgrade it and be like oh you know and, like you might be fine with a tent like it even has some, like a little animation of him looking over the side all evil kind of rubbing his hands and he's just like but what if you had a better house, <laughs> and like they lean into that fact even though they try and point all the time that that uh, Nook is not like an evil, like, he's not as evil as people make him out to be, but he's just, like, ready to make, like, to move on to the next business proposition.
1: I mean, he was so sincere in this one, too, when he's like, yeah, I've never lived on a deserted island before, um, so I guess we're just gonna figure this out. I've never built a community from scratch before, but uh, I hope it makes me a better businessman.
2: Yeah, but then when when I charge you for 40,000 bells for that, moving feed that's when i can get you
0: my favorite thing was when he gives you the nook phone and he's like oh uh here's the nook phone it's it's much more simple to use have you ever used a smartphone before i'm like yeah i have he's like well we learned how to make it a lot simpler was by removing most of the features from it then he gives you the phone and laughs
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh you have you've had a smartphone before good this will be easy for you it's basically that but way way less
0: it's funny because like he, he gives you he's like remove most of the features and then you have to re enable all the features slowly from him. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, you have to reinstall all the things that you get for it the services.
1: Tom Nook is secretly just feeding us DLC.
0: Are you going to bed? Good night. Go for him. Bye.
1: She was like, Oh, persona I- again? Okay. Well I
0: thought she was I thought she was oh, did you play any more Animal Crossing? If you keep giving bugs to Tom Nook, he'll um give you the thing for an ex, <laughs> And then um then tomorrow Blathers will come. Is okay, this it, how, is this how rumors know, start? While we were what if
1: this isn't even true? What if Ken <laughs> like, just I'm literally...
0: Did you hear me say it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know. I just... I Likewise, keep asking me for bugs. I'm going to say these are Blathers.
1: Uh...
0: Yeah, they are They should be off. I'll turn it back on. Yeah. <laughs> what was I saying? Any more thoughts on Animal Crossing? Do you want to move on? Let's move in. Ken, what were your thoughts on the RE3 demo?
2: Well, as a person that never played RE3 before, this was very surprising, and I almost uh, screamed out of fear when that big nemesis guy was charging straight at me. <laughs>
0: So a bit of background on RE3 versus RE2. RE3 is significantly more action-packed than 2 or 1. And the series has always been fairly action-y, but really everyone everyone says 4 is where the series took a weird turn and got action-y. It was like 3 was pretty action-y, Code Veronica dropped down a little bit, and then 4 went back up a little bit past 3. But 3 was always action She runs really fast. You start If you're on easy, you get a ton of guns with weapons. You're being chased by a giant dude, like a giant stalker dude. That's just like, I'm going to shove my tentacle in you. And that game has always been action-packed like that. So, like, the the demo, I'm not surprised it would be in like that, that action-y for me. So, like, it's interesting to hear, like... Because you played 2, right?
2: Yeah, so I played Remake 2. And that is, like the action ramped up to 11 compared to 2.
0: Mm. And it I- starts out it starts out the demo starts out far more actiony than 2 was.
2: Yeah, so I I feel like I couldn't take the same approach that I did with 2 where okay, so I'm just venturing here, well you you kind of scolded me for taking so long to cuz I took about 3 hours on this demo.
0: See, it's for me that was surprising cuz like at least for my thoughts, the game feels I'd say at least 75% or more exactly the same as RE2 Remake. The controls are mostly the same. There's some differences. They got rid of the sub-weapon system, which, thank God, because that was just a mess of a system. Like, the fact that the knife in in Remake 2 was a sub-weapon, which would have been fine. Like, because you could switch between, you know, knife and, well, and um, guns easily. That would have been fine. But it had a health bar and you could lose it. Because it was also used as a defense item. Now, if you go back to Remake 1, there's a knife and a dagger as a defense item. And somehow Remake 2 is just like, no, nah, let's just fuck everything up and just make it bad. So, 3 starts out with you actually having a knife and no sub-weapons. The grenades and, um, I think there's w- grenade, knife, and then there might be other ones. Those are all just normal, equipable weapons now. Thank fuck. I don't understand why they had to change that into Remake.
2: So I did like that, I was very surprised, and I'm like, oh, so the knife is kind of like how it was in 4, where it's just a permanent feature.
0: Hmm. And you just have to choose, like, are you going to, you know, have your gun out or your knife out? Like, it's just now it's just a normal weapon. That's really nice. Well, Timber, did you play 2 Remake?
1: I didn't play... So, I played 2 Remake vicariously through a friend that owned it. Um, I got mm-hmm. to the sewers, and... I didn't make it past the sewers, so whatever's after that is only known to me through the original game, but I have seen Resident Evil 2 all the way through to the end. I think I've seen Resident Evil 3 to the end, but I don't remember it very well, um, even though I remember liking it better than 2. It's weird. It,
0: three, I have, 3 is the best classic style yeah. game. I like Code Veronica a whole lot, it's my, one of my favorite ones, but 3 is like the best version of classic re before remakes come before remakes come into question. Cause like, I think re one remakes very, very good and probably one of the best ones in the series, but like taking remakes out of it, because I don't think it's fair to always necessarily have those in with something. Um, I think three is the best one in that style before they, they change things up. I won't spoil it too much because even though it is a, what's today, it's like a 21-year-old game. Ken, I know Ken hasn't played it. You don't remember, and there's a remake coming out, so I'll try not to spoil story for it. What else What else did you think about, Ken? I want to hear your thoughts, because I might do a whole specific video about the demo, but, like, not... I don't, I don't know. I haven't decided yet.
2: So, one of the things that I've noticed is that this game is really freaking ass dark compared to 2. Yeah. And I do like the dodge mechanic, but the dodge mechanic was way too zippy, in my opinion, because so oh. I, I I teased or started to do it around the the subway cart, and I was just like, "Oh my goodness, it's it's pretty fast."
0: The dodge also takes um, you can cover a lot more ground than you could in say um, like Revelations two. So there's a lot of reused animations and assets in this, just based on how quickly it came out. But like the the knife stabbing motion and the dodge are from Revelations two. You couldn't cover that much ground in Revelations 2 with that dodge. But there's also a, it's also a much more scaled back game compared to this one. But she can seemingly you could you can dodge 3 times in a row and cover a lot of ground before she goes into a um like a uh like stamina loss animation. Did you know mm. that you can do a knife dodge too?
2: No, no, no. I I knew about the the gun one from the trailer, I believe. Mhm. But not so much the the knife dodge. So and then I haven't gotten the timing for the the dodge. Also the perfect dodge.
0: It really depends because some it's really easy to 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 like chance it. I like the first time I played it because I played through it about four times getting footage, um, twice on PC and twice on PS4. The first time I went through when Nemesis was chasing me, um, I just kept hitting the dodge button and I kept doing perfect dodges like it was no one's business. But then when it was, like, straight on with him, it was a lot harder to to gauge it somehow. I thought it would have been harder running away. He also hits really hard. He hits really hard if he punches you.
1: Is it worse than in the original? Because I remember it hurting a hell of a lot then, too.
0: I think it's about the same, but it's a bit more uh, visceral now because of the perspective. Because before you could see him get smacked and throw you away, but like it switch camera angles, you know you're so far away. But now you just like see the fist coming and it hits you right in the face. <laughs> Jill has take Jill can take quite a few punches to the face, and it just like knocks you out. He's really fast. Like if you remember how Mister X was, he's not like inherently completely different than Mister X. I know he'll have weapons, but he doesn't have any in the demo. But he has more moves. But he essentially he functions the same way. He walks towards you. He punches you in the face. But now he can sprint. Uh, do you know how Lickers could jump into? How they could just jump and, like, if you don't have the camera on them, they just oh, jump yeah. and get in front of you or, like, attack you?
1: Yeah, that was great. That was a good feature of Lickers. Yeah.
0: So Nemesis has that jump. He has, he is basically the frame of Mr. X. He has a tentacle attack now. He has a stronger punch, can dash, and he can do the liquor jump. Which, it you dumb. can do the same thing. You can do the same thing with him. As long as you keep the camera on him, he can't jump in front of you. Hmm.
1: I guess it's a little unfortunate that that's still a manipulatable thing. But on the other hand, uh, I think it's really cool that they actually make like the big bad of the game actually threatening. Like The fact that he has all these things makes it sound like mm. he's going to kick your butt if you don't know what you're doing.
0: Like, don't get me wrong, like, I'll, I'll complain till the cows come home about, about the remake style of 2 and 3. I think 3 is significantly better than 2. If 2 would have come out like 3 is now, I think I would have hated it less. I think there's so much better quality of life improvements from one year to the next with a remake. Like, it's things that, like, made no sense why they weren't a thing before. Like, it seems like Body aim, like hitting body parts is a bit better in this one. It actually does more damage. Now, what that's something that they'll have to like actually go through the code to find out whether or not actually aiming at a body part matters. Now, Um, headshots seem easier to pull off, but like enemies are more resilient at the same time. um, You can button mash to get them off you, which I'm hoping they have accessibility options for that. I haven't looked in the menu yet, but. 2020, you need to have accessibility options for QTEs. Also, the new thing for the game is having QTEs because that's new to Resident Evil for some reason.
2: I thought Smashing the Boulder was also part of that in 5.
0: Yeah, yeah it, I'm being facetious because QTEs were added in with 3, or with uh, 4 uh, to I, uh, I get see, them. Everyone's like, like, oh, you can button mash to get the zombies off you now. I'm like, oh wow, you've been able to do that for a long time. They just took that out in the last game. Uh, I see, I see. In RE two remake, when you took a bite, you had this like wait for that animation to be done. That's also what made it really infuriating to get bitten is what that you could do nothing about it. This one you can at least try and mitigate some of the damage. You can get insta killed if you don't button mash. Which I'm hoping at least on assisted they take that they make it so you only have to press the button or something, because button mashing's really outdated.
1: I mean, isn't I think the you you didn't button mash in the originals because I swear that I did anyway.
0: You could. I was told recently that that actually didn't do anything, it was more of a placebo.
1: Placebo effect?
0: Yeah, but I don't know that, because I felt like maybe it will get them off faster, but the damage is the same type of thing. Okay. So around this time, voice meter died for me, and while I was working on it, Canon Timber continue on with a new topic of conversation.
1: So, uh, while we wait for the the host master to rearrive, um, I've Been playing some video games over the past week or so uh it has nothing to do with resident evil 3 because i didn't play that but um (laughs) let's see there was this thing that i played uh thanks to my my randomizer thing from play night that i've been using that recommended me to play uh a game called my organic garden i don't know if you ever heard of this one it's kind of like
0: Sorry, oh, like my, oh, hey. my monitor shut off, so Voicemeeter um, decided it was going to shut off as well, and I every time I clicked on it, I got Windows noises. So I had to close out of Voicemeeter entirely. Go ahead talk about your thing, because oh, wow. I don't know where I ended off on the RE3 thing, but I was complaining, so let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so I was playing this thing called uh, My Organic Garden, which is very interesting. As it turns out, my library is full of a lot of very, very chill relaxing games and i just didn't know about it until i had like a random button that just recommended stuff out of my library and all of a sudden i was like oh let's play this thing i guess so this one was a clicker game which should like mean that i go straight to hell for playing a clicker game because why are, are playing clicker games? not like good gaming experiences well the thing about this so the whole concept is that you're basically a gardener in this like uh, greenhouse and you have to like keep all the plants alive and you keep the plants alive by like having frogs that help fill your watering can and there are like bird hummingbirds that come down and land on your plants to like help them grow, grow faster or something like that it's, it's kind of weird but the the catch is in my organic garden that all of the plants that you're growing are actually growing Organs like body parts, so like stomachs and and kidneys and and this kind of stuff. Um, and you're basically helping people who come into the shop. There's actually a plot to this clicker game where they'll come into the shop and ask to acquire some some body parts. So there's there's one really interesting one where this girl comes in with her cat and she's like, "Hey, I heard that if I give my car- cat a new heart, it'll be able to talk." And they're like, "Ah, oh, well." You see, if you did that, it wouldn't be the same soul of the cat. Like it's gonna be like a different thing there. And she's like, Oh, okay. So she walks away. We mind our own business and later on she comes in and she's like, So, I killed a cat. Can I have a heart now? So that I can have it talk? It's like, Oh, okay, this game's gonna be like that then. Hmm. So it's it's really kinda out of left field. It had a it it feels very, um, haunting groundsy, kinda this it has an unsettling feel to it, but there's also, like, a janky, like, serene peacefulness to it. Because I felt that a lot with Haunting Ground, too. There's so much of Haunting Ground that's just walking through hallways and not much happens that feels kind of calm and serene. Except for the fact that at any given moment, some crazed woman with a hey, leave glass will start chasing you. Uh- <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. So th- those have been what was the name of that game? experiences lately. What was the I name of the game? game? I missed that, Raves. so I was
0: like waiting to hear you say the name again.
1: Oh, oh, it was called. Uh, I believe it was called. My so is it a
0: horror game Garden or no?
1: Here, I'm going to mute to avoid the clicking while I can find the exact name of it. All right, apparently it doesn't come up in the list on my remote setup, but I believe it was like.
0: A game so good you can't remember what it was called.
1: No, it's just. It has a weird title. Forget-Me-Not, My Organic Garden. I was remembering the subtitle.
0: That sounds very pretentious. <laughs> the game's title sounds so pretentious. But it is an indie game, so it wouldn't be an indie game without a, a title that's also up its own ass.
1: It wouldn't. And it's also, like like I said, I mean, I am shocked that it's like a clicker game with some kind of substance of plot, and, and it's more than just hey, we're here to get money off you from, like, DLC stuff. I think there's actually literally, like, no downloadable content or speed boosters or anything like that for this game. It exists purely to be a, like, consumed $2 like experience. Those. those are nice. Things that I buy and I just own them. It's nice. It's very rare these days.
0: What else did you play? You said you were gonna you played something else, too, and I was waiting for you to get to it.
1: Oh. Um, I, think, I think that was the one that stood out. I also, I think I talked about um the the house of many doors which was another one that i played which is uh it's basically a cross between ftl and the basically ftl and sunless sea which is to say it has all the story elements of like carrying a crew on board a centipede machine through dark rooms in a giant house that's big enough to have cities inside of it in which people constructed entire livelihoods and societies of people just like having cultures in the house and they constantly think about trying to get out of the house but it's not something that Mm. anybody thinks is possible Uh, and it's very like it, it comes from a very like eldritch mythology in terms of the the kind of things you encounter there's like a sanity meter you can go crazy your crewmates can die because you randomly decided to inspect a church and of course the church had like a creepy crawly shadow monster that grabbed somebody and took them into the void Uh, there's all kinds of crazy stuff that happens it's it's very entertaining and it's it's relaxing because it's it's so abstracted it's kind of like reading a it's kind of like reading a book because a lot of it is text-based so it's just relies on your imagination and then um that kind of adds to the horror because that's the thing with like that that kind of horror it's psychological horror not seeing the monster not seeing the, the things that are that are scary is is almost half the fun having it described to you really leaves it up to you to be like Oh, that's that's terrifying. Mm. Or that, that's we still insane. need to have
0: that like full on horror podcast oh. and talk about like what's effective and stuff. I need to like get enough people in here to do that. We need to like actually go through and finally do that one day because I know Ken doesn't want to do that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I... but I think those were my two standouts. Yeah. <laughs> I think those were my two standouts for my steam diving, and as it turns out, they're both kind of weird psychological horror but also relaxing things. I guess that's my thing right now.
0: weird. Ken, what have you been playing?
2: Well, besides Animal Crossing, I've been playing a lovely mobile game called Love Live All-Stars Idol Festival, which is a Love Live gacha game. And I love it. And the new Season 4 Bang Dream, the new update has just been announced for the Japanese server, so I've been p- testing test playing the new season for that also and it introduced a new band so a lot of new features that is very very interesting they actually go into the the stage and see the little 2d sprites hopping along when you get hit the notes but just my, my my animu waifu mobile games nothing much besides that Besides Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing took the rest of my life. And Final Fantasy (laughs) XIV. Oh, by the way, what did you guys name your islands?
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot to ask about that. Um, Mine, I have always named my town Schnibble. So it is called Schnibble. Schnibble? S-H-N-I-B-B-L-E, Schnibble. Oh, wow.
1: What about you, Ken?
2: I named it Gardania after the elfin
0: (laughs) place in Final Fantasy XIV. Nerd. I mean... Temper is probably something stupid and esoteric. Uh,
1: let's see. I named it Tamana, which is uh after the name of the island where Atrus and his family lived in uh, the Mist series.
0: See, I told you, it's something stupid and esoteric. It's also from a video <laughs> game.
1: <laughs> I'm a gamer. I'll name it after a game thing. I was considering... Do
0: you have a gamer hat?
1: You... Well, you should have named your island Gamer, then.
0: Why would I name it Gamer? You should have named it Gamer my, my Island. island's not Gamer. Every single town I have had is named Schnibble. It has been named that since the GameCube. It will always be named that.
2: I named... All my islands are named after Final Fantasy places. So, the first one was... You can name other islands? Yeah. No, no. Um, For the past games. So, like, the very yeah. first Animal Crossing game, I called it Bombay. So... And then I named... I named my Wild World Spira because I'm a freaking nerd.
0: Ooh. That one's bad. always
1: yeah. in a spiral.
2: <laughs> and I, I think, I named the 3DS Evasis. Okay. So yeah, I've, I've always named it after Final Fantasy worlds or places.
1: So. That's cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh
1: no, that puts me I mean I guess I'm not super limited but that doesn't mean that from now on every animal crossing I play is going to have to be named after something from a
0: missed game. Well, I mean you could keep well, you the guy. same island name. <laughs> I've kept the same one forever.
1: Yeah, but there's other cool names. Like I could have named I was deliberating between Tamana and Orion cuz they both sound cool. But uh
0: I just I have to keep mine the same because there's a point of nostalgia with Animal Crossing. Like I played so much of it on the GameCube like I don't even know if I could give you a time frame because I played it straight for over a year and a half every day. That was sometimes the only game I played for a year and a half on GameCube was Animal Crossing. I would just leave it on too throughout the day and come back to it. That's how much I used to play Animal Crossing.
1: Is that where we can expect the the CureU streams to go for the next year and a half?
0: No, I'm not streaming. Animal Crossing, I don't... If you're an Animal Crossing streamer, that's fine. I don't think Animal Crossing is interesting enough to have a stream of. It's the same with, like, Stardew Valley. I don't think they're interesting enough games to stream them. I've seen Animal Crossing streams. I've seen Stardew Valley streams. I don't see the appeal of watching someone play either of those games. I mean,
1: I think it's kind of like... They're so... It's it's like ASMR relaxation. It's like, you know...
0: Well, it's just like they don't even have that because they're just playing some, like, lo-fi Zelda hip-hop beats in the background that's that's what's in the background like it's
1: i do so i, I it is a pet peeve of mine um like unless it's like truly a i don't i don't care about anything stream that happens like once in a blue moon i'm not a big fan of when there's like background music in the streams i always find it
0: i don't mind it for music streams or if it's a stream of like a game like a competitive shooter where like the sound effects don't matter, type of thing. Yeah. Like I don't personally want to listen to gunshots constantly. So like if I um like one of my team members, he streams almost exclusively like Fortnite. But you all know what Fortnite sounds like. There's no music to it. So he has streamer you know, music yeah. request on or he plays music over it because otherwise like it's it makes it more engaging for that.
1: Yeah, that's definitely fine in that context. And I can even see it for like people who speedrun right like if you've watched one speedrun that this guy's done you know what the game sounds like there's really nothing for Mm -hmm. it for you in terms of like all right let's let's watch him just depending on the
0: game for that that's actually interesting because depending on the game i'd rather hear the game music because like whenever i watch sof do final fantasy 8 we all know when we're getting to like the like the bangers in it like so people will spam dance emotes during like you know the the BALM dance it, yeah it, it, fish it depends dance part
1: it depends on the the game too there are there are definitely like if the game had a solid soundtrack to begin with it's probably not a good thing to overwrite it but i mean mm-hmm. i'm talking like 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 tomb Raider, where there's like no music anyway
0: tomb, no music nothing there's nothing in that game there's nothing not even good content or gameplay <laughs> or anything fun it's just a bunch of clunky ass controls That are unwieldy. How anyone can defend Tomb Raider 1 through 6 is beyond me. Granted, I've only played 1 through 3, but I'm under the assumption 4 and 5 are at least the same thing as 1 through 3. Every time I play 1, everyone's like, well, you know, that gets better from 2. And I play 2, like, well, it gets better from 3. I'm like, does this series ever get good? And apparently you have to play Legends and um, Anniversary for them to be any semblance of good. That's just me. Not going to complain about Tomb Raider, no. That's like my new thing to complain about other than remake because I don't even care about Resident Evil anymore. I just want to complain about Tomb Raider because I hate that series. This is... By the way, Tomb Raider, um, the reboot, that's free on Steam for the next like 36 hours.
1: Oh, well there you go. You so by the time this goes that. up,
0: it's over. I already own it.
1: Yeah, so you can stream it.
0: I don't like that game really much, but for different reasons. I find it to be overly violent with the with the with how she dies. Like it's just overly like, like gory and stuff. Like they just, it just seems like torture porn at points. Like it's, 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 I it's, agree. it's, it's a uh, yeah. It's like a legitimate thing people have complained about before. They're like, it just seems totally like a huge tonal shift away from what the rest of the game is like. Yeah, in the like, series it, in general, just had the most gruesome deaths for this girl.
1: I don't know. To me, it. it... It was weird because it didn't bother me just because I viewed it as in a game where there wasn't really punishment in terms of what was happening in gameplay-wise. Like, it was a game with autosave, right? Like A lot of the elements that mm-hmm. made those games challenging was stripped away in Tomb Raiders. So to compensate for that, my punishment is not, oh, I have to replay that whole segment or, oh, I have to fight that whole fight again. It's, oh my god, I just had to watch her die in like the worst way possible. I don't mm-hmm. want to see that again.
0: So before we move on to questions, is there anything you want to bring up about the Sony conference, Ken, and how amazing and interesting it was? Oh,
1: man,
2: that was like the best, like 40 minutes of sleep that I ever got in my life. It was perfect. So
0: Sony finally, Sony finally had their PS5, like technical spec unveiling thing, which spoiler for that, they don't show the console nor to say the price yet. It still has not been announced yet. I don't know what this looks like. We already seen Microsoft's fridge. We don't know what this thing's gonna look like, and we don't know a price but they spent how long was it forty minutes you said it was like a man who looked like a discount dana carvey
2: well he's uh he's uh what you call he's uh like you made me forget his name he's the architect for the p s four and the p s five he was the guy that made uh knack also the 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 best the, yeah everyone's the best game everyone's
1: like that's
0: the knack guy. <laughs>
1: They're releasing NAC NAC. 2. Yeah, they're making NAC 3, right? That's the announcement?
0: Probably. But they had that dude up there, and he's listing off all these technical specs. Now, the thing is, this probably would have been more interesting at a trade show, because I think, didn't you say this was supposed to be for GDC?
2: Yeah, this was was supposed to be their GDC conference, but because that went to hell, they had to have used this, this speech for something, I guess.
0: Mm. So, like, the thing is, this would have been someplace for people who care. For people who care about this. But the thing is, they promoted this to hashtag gamers who were there waiting for them to announce the look, the price, and probably a game. You know, like, even when they're like, oh, we're not going to show any games, they usually show, like, oh, you know, and here's here's this that we've been working on that let's lo- running on it. And we're like, oh, look, oh, my God, Uncharted 5 looks like it, I don't know, it looks like it could do what i don't know it could it's uncharted five it's amazing look it's it's not just like uncharted one through four it's different and it's the same thing it's gonna it's gonna tie it in with the
2: movie starring tom holland mark cerny that's his name
0: (laughs) isn't it tim holland too by the way no it's tom it's tom never mind but (laughs) it was just this guy looking like dana carvey rattling off specs in like the most slow-paced monotone voice in the world it's it was so boring it was so boring but like i watched the youtube chat for it for a minute everyone was just posting z's the entire time because because everyone in the chat was there expecting like they're like oh well you you targeted us as the audience for it so we're here for the game stuff or to see something and it's just like and the ps5 can do like 5 million teraflops a second versus the PS4 which can do only 3 teraflops per second. And this one has a custom hard drive that we have it with 863 gigabytes of space compared to the PS4 which only had 500. It was like that. Oh it was stuff like that. Whereas like I I don't understand any of it. Like, I don't even know how my computer works. I have a command in my chat just to tell me what my specs are for my PC because I don't remember the names of any of the parts.
2: Well, another thing that was kind of weird with this is, so Mark Cerny, he was the the announcer for this,
0: he would speak very slowly
2: and announce it on every word that he was doing, kind of like this, and trying to do technical speak, which was very, very boring. And I don't know how in the world.
0: I, you know, I... Like, I could understand. They probably had him talk slow so people could understand so it didn't seem like just rattling off jargon at, like, you know, lightning's fast speeds. But if you can't fall asleep tonight, don't listen just to this podcast to put you to sleep. Watch the PS5 tech release, uh, tech spec release uh, conference thing. That's more int- That's more... Uh, more boring than me talking. So listen to that to fall asleep.
2: One of the things that I just ended up loving, though, was... So they kind of was revving up near the end of the the presser. And they were like, oh, okay, so here we are. We're going to talk about this thing just a little bit more. They wrapped it up to like a hill of an eight. And then just deadpan stopped and said, thank you. And ended the stream. <laughs> it was just As soon as I saw that, I was... I I was laughing. I was just like, oh man, the ball's on Sony just to do this. I was laughing so hard. I
0: I was streaming during that time and I was taking a lunch break and they're like, can you turn on the PS5 conference mic? Sure. And we did. We turned it off in two minutes and we just sat there watching like like the intro screen for Sneak King instead. Because it was more interesting. And it's just the King walking around staring at you. That was a fun day, by the way. The day like I'll get to that with promos, but like I, on Wednesday, I played Pepsi Man, Sneak King, and Oh No. And that was such a fun stream oh no. to make people watch me play Pepsi Man and then Sneak King. Because people were like, what the fuck is this? Mike, it's Sneak King. They're like, there was a Burger King game? I'm like, no, no, no. There were three Burger King games. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was three
2: Burger King games. There was that. There was the racing game.
0: And Sneak King is a better stealth game than Metal Gear Solid. Any of them, the entire series. It is a better sneak game than those. Because the price of the game for the quality is better than the price for the game and the quality of Metal Gear Solid. What was 5. the what was the plot of Sneak King? Like why why is the king everyone's sneaking? hungry? So you're going to give them a burger. Yeah, you are the when benevolent the... ruler. ruler uh, you're the benevolent ruler known as the king. You have fresh, different items from Burger King from that era, which was like 2006, and you are going to surprise people who are working before they pass out of hunger and give them food. Then.
1: And that's why you don't deliver it to their face. You surprise them and then force it upon them. No, well, it was to go with
2: that ad at that time also where the Burger King, King guy just randomly showed out of nowhere and surprised people with food. It was to go with that ad that they were running at that time. So if people don't know what that ad is, of course they're not going to know what the hell this game is.
0: It's from a very specific time. In like American culture yeah. and like Burger King's history, I, I remembered the ads. Like, also, but they never made sense to me. I found out in the game if you click the analog sticks together, you go inside the mask, and it just has two holes of light looking out, and you hear.
2: <sighs> oh my fucking god! I don't need this right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's great. It's just like him heavy breathing inside the mask. It's so good.
1: I feel like that's one of those details and that then, they included as like a uh, we're forced to develop this sponsored game. Let's let's just add a bunch of crap in there cuz we're bored.
0: I wonder who made it. Hold on. Who made
1: Watch it be some, watch it be like CD Project Red
0: or something. Blitz Arcade. Okay, definitely not. Blitz Games. Who what do they make? Okay, they've only ever made licensed stuff. Um, they're okay. They're like a middleware company. Um, they closed down in 2013 because apparently the stuff didn't go well. But they let's see, they did Shrek Alarm, oh. Epic Mickey, Power of Two. They worked with Junction Point Studios probably for a port. Um, Puss in Boots, Tack and the Guardians of the of Gross. There's Tack. Uh, iCarly. They made all the Burger King ones. They made SpongeBob SquarePants, Creature from the Krusty Krab. Um, They made a lot of Fairly Odd Parents games. Cubits. Cubics, Robots for Everyone. Uh, Oh, you know what they made? Timber, you're going to love this. Okay. They helped make (sighs) Glovers. Those monsters. They used to be known as Interactive Studios, but the developer of Glover made Sneaking. It all comes full circle, Oh finally. my god!
2: So, so, Timber, you have to get every single game that this developer made now! Nah.
0: So, that was their third game. They also made Firo and Claude in War Games Defcon 1. Then glover and action man and then after that a bunch of bad like they, they never made anything good let's be honest but then um in 2006 they made sneak king and then after that they made they helped make epic mickey to power of two is that the sequel because they need to have epic two mickey? twice in that title
1: was huh? that the sequel for epic mickey then which yes, yeah that's why it's yeah. called epic mickey 2 okay. I'm just making sure that it's not, like, some weird... Because Epic Mickey 2 Power of 2 could be, like, some weird off.
0: but... So, they made the the Vita, 360, and PS3 copies of the game. Okay. I guess, um, let's see. Wait, what was it? I guess the Wii version was the first version. Did
1: anybody own a Vita? Like, that was... Was that something people bought? I do.
0: I have a Vita and Vita TV, and I... Honestly, I use it a lot for PS1 games. Yeah, I have three Vitas and two Vita TVs, so fucking (laughs) you,
1: Literally no one uses PS Vitas. I don't know what's going on here.
0: Dude, speedrunners who use PS1 games, um, that's exclusively what they use almost as PS Vita TV. Because um, the PS3 is slower. The fastest way to run a game is PS1 download on a PS Vita. Like if, if as far as like going through emulation, the fastest way is actually a PS two slim with um fast disk speed uh fast disk speed turned on. But it depends on the, the console and stuff like that. For some reason I'm allowed for Clock Tower Ghost Head to do PS two with um fast disk speed loading for ghost head, but um PSV to T V is no. PS three is okay and then emulators are fine. But Vita TV is not because it's unfair. I'm like I'm pretty sure people running emulators are technically the unfair people here, but I'm the only person on on that board with a disc. Well, all right. Should we move on? Should we move on to questions because we're so far off from what we were talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm good
1: with that. Where, what, but,
0: how did that but but Timber, I am
2: straight serious.
0: You need to get every single
2: game done by this developer now.
1: <laughs> oh no, I'm still waiting. I swear, if they're like Glover Two. Headed by the original developers of Glover, I will die, because they did announce Glover Two.
0: I will freaking lose it.
1: <laughs> How did they go from Glover to Sneak King? That's such a wild jump.
0: It was like it was like they they were a middleware company, mm. so they probably started out making their own game, then found out it wasn't sustainable because Glover sucked, and then um started just doing licensed games.
1: Glover's the worst the the biggest sin of Glover is that it's not even that bad. It's a, it's a very average game. But I have three copies right, of it. So, let's, so.
0: Move quest. <laughs> let's move on to questions. Let's move on to questions. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, so we're going to do um questions from my Discord server. If you're new or anything, just there's a Discord link in the description of this video and you can also find it on I believe I have it li- linked on Patreon and stuff as well. Um, if you go in there, go to the Ask Yo stuff like uh, Askio stuff channel. You can post questions that we'll answer on the podcast here. First one we have is from Pudding Cup. They're asking, uh, or they they mentioned the GeForce Now thing as a topic and what we think about it. Um, do you guys know what GeForce Now is? Um,
1: a graphics card. <clears throat>
0: no. Okay, Ken, do you know what it is? Is it a streaming service for the oh, graphics card? Oh, yes, car? yes, yes, yes. Okay. There I, we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually correct. So, GeForce Now, what it is, if you have an NVIDIA card, um, there's a service you can subscribe to. I think it's like 5 bucks a month called GeForce Now, where it looks for the games that you own. I think like you can link like maybe Steam, Uplay, stuff like that, and look at the games you own. And if it's compatible with their licensing that they have, and you say you can't run um, Assassin's Creed origins or something like that very well on your pc but you bought it because you know you might one day well now if they have that agreement in place you can just stream that game to your pc from their servers so they will run it on their servers and you can use your graphics cards because maybe you have like a lower end nvidia that just can't run it yet or maybe you're um you're out and about or like you know you're you're um like how timber is remote right now maybe he can't play the, the best games or highest quality with his current laptop well you could stream that to your computer as long as you've already bought the game somewhere now the kicker is like you you pay for this service, the streaming, this ability to stream them, but you don't actually own any games through GeForce. You have to have already pre bought the games. Now the thing with this is recently, um, a lot of developers, after the like initial testing phase, have pulled their products out of the um, the ability to stream. Like they pull their their um think like uh, Bethesda and I think maybe after Activision they removed their games from this ability uh, the streaming service so you can't stream them despite having bought them somewhere else now you're not losing anything you just lost the ability to stream them through GeForce's service which you're paying for so like it's kind of a weird area where like you already own the games nothing's been lost but now you can't stream them even though you're allowed to through this service do you guys have a take on that at all or anything about that I know it's me just presenting this new to you guys for the first time really so what do you think
1: so I was familiar with GeForce uh, Now as a concept before. Um, at the hmm. time, there hadn't been any news about people who had tried it, and I personally hadn't tried it because I did understand that the library was pretty limited in its current phase of what it actually does um, pick up as, and detect as something streamable. But the notion that developers are pulling out of it, while I don't understand specific reasons why... Um, I can only imagine that they either left because they were disappointed by the performance and felt that it undermined the game's ex- gamers' experience, or they had ulterior financial motives of, hey, doesn't this mean that they are m- less likely to buy more copies of the same game? We don't want that. And
0: then decided it was a bad financial decision to be involved. Um, what it seemed like was either the developers weren't being paid, or like the 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 publishers weren't being paid to have their things on the service or they weren't being paid enough. Cause they could have also looked at it too. Like, well, if NVIDIA is just going to have their streaming service for this and we already own these games, they could just come up with their own streaming service version of it. And you could stream directly from Uplay or stream directly from like the Bethesda launcher type of thing. Like they could make it where they could have a remote option of that themselves. So they could be, that's mean It's pure speculation, but it's a possibility. Right.
1: Um, Well, I think it's dumb that the company's pulled out because it would be beneficial for more games to be on a streaming service to make the streaming service viable, especially since people are paying money for the service. If something can just drop in or out on a whim, I mean, that's Netflix has the same thing, but I don't know, there's when when it's already a game that you've paid for like it would be like if you bought all of your mov all of your shows and movies that you own on Netflix individually like all of them you had purchased they're in your library and then Netflix then you mm. went and you pulled up your phone you're like I'm going to watch Netflix on my phone and it goes ooh sorry but the owners of breaking bad decided that we don't want that being streamable on anything other than your original Netflix device then you'll mm. have to go ah oh, I paid for Breaking Bad. Why can I not watch Breaking Bad wherever I want to? And I think it would be a similar principle <laughs> applying here in this in that fake horrifying alternate Netflix universe <laughs> where you would have had to do that.
0: Anything for you can or is it kind of the same? I mean, it's kind of the same. I think they were
2: thinking it's more of the lines of Stadia and yeah, because Stadia has not taken off at all because of the effect of Stadia has been having. I don't think that the developers were like, "Well, everyone thought this was the future," but no I don't think so. Kind of thing people have like, thought it was the future. It's not even at the text.
1: times at this point. We all before Stadia it's, we had what was that other one? The Uya um, was it? The Uya that was also a streaming. Well, the
0: Uya was a, that was like a little Android box. Uh, you're thinking of GameTap? I think so. Yeah, GameTap, because you could like play real games like streamed over your internet, and it was like the worst lag ever. Yeah. Like, and now it's not even that the um the tech's not there; it's just the internet infrastructure's not there for one. And if the companies aren't there, there's no point. Right.
1: Unfortunately, GeForce Now was very promising. Um, From what I saw before hearing the bad news about it, this was kicking Stadia's butt. It made Google look like a clown. So, that was cool. But, uh, apparently, even when done competently, it just doesn't attract investors, basically.
0: There's no money in it, in a way. There's no money. Because, like, if I buy a $60 game can't find out I can't run it, I can't really return that as an American. Like, we don't have that type of consumer thing in there for PC games and stuff. right. Like, unless you have to, like, go through, like, leaps, jumps, and hoops, and stuff like that, like, and if you don't, like, um, on Steam, if you don't finish it within, like, two hours, or re- refund it within, if it was two hours or less within two weeks, and say you're over that, you just don't get to refund your game. So, right. like, it's, yeah, so, like, it's, they could just run it, well, they can just still make the money, because maybe you took two hours to get it to run, now you can't get it to run, well, too bad, it's not refundable. But actually, what was it was um, that GOG just recently changed that. GOG made it so that you can refund a game for any reason within a month, I think. As long as you haven't played maybe more than so many hours, that might be a restriction, or there might be no restrictions on there it. There was a
1: restriction for, like, how long you played it for. I'm tr-
0: was it was like five hours or something?
1: Uh, I, I think so. I honestly don't remember an exact number either.
0: It's nicer than Steam's, but I think there still is a restriction because it still pissed off a lot of people, though. Let's what see. did they ever
1: so I remember there was maybe we aren't knowledgeable enough to answer my own question, but did they ever announce what they were going to do in places like the UK where they have very specific particular retail laws about the refundability of products? Like I remember that being a big deal that like the fact that you um
0: I think so. okay. like
1: the fact that you can't refund things on Steam, is like basic is actually illegal in the uk so i don't remember how
0: they. i think what they did was they had to make it so you could or like i think sometimes they're now like if you download this or you um you waive your right to like you know okay the you know so-and-so rights to this type of thing I, i i remember seeing that but i can't remember so i might have to look into okay Let's see. What other questions we got here? Where do you think? What do you think about E3 in five to ten years? This also from Putin Cup. I don't see it existing. I think it's just going to be companies doing what they're doing. Honestly, look at this year and see how it handles with like E3 being gone, and be surprised if we have E3 again next year.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like with with E3 being canceled this year and the impact of its non-existence, not affecting a damn thing. <laughs> like,
2: well, it it looks like it was kind of going south anyway this year with how jeff Keeley, oh good lord of doritos and mountain dew our savior has announced that or was saying that the the position that e3 was hitting towards this year wasn't a good one no considering so, they
1: had a ca- massive information breach last year that resulted in pretty much all of the yeah. media being like no thanks i don't want to go there
0: they honestly got really lucky in a way this year that they just kind of got a clean cut and like to get out of it, because like people are already were like um, companies were already saying they're not going. Nintendo has already pulled out before. Yep. EA pulled out before. Xbox so, wasn't going. Sony wasn't going. Sony pulled
2: out. Yeah. So I so mean, in a way,
0: they kind of got lucky that they could just cancel it basically scot free.
2: It sucks because that's how all these indie devs and all these promoters kind of get their name out there and content creators also get their name out there by going to these kind of things but you know it is what it is as for Mm -hmm. me I don't see E3 as it was recovering off of this it's all going to be kind of like how it's going to be digital and streaming shows now
0: Like I could see them maybe coming back and making like a streaming platform type of thing or something where like you know here's e3 like they might have it where it's all streaming but like from like a one-stop shop for all the places where they're streaming yeah like like, attract nintendo to have like you know host it there host things here and like it being something maybe even like an app you can download and just like have a thing you can do all year round yeah it could like you know oh e3 you know e3 august things coming out and they'll be like a bunch of announcements for things. Yeah,
1: like it could just be a compilation. It, it would basically be like a hosting service that just pulls together all of the announcements from all the different developers, kind of like pulling together the Nintendo Directs and all of those other events that happen from developers, and just be like, okay, here it is. You can see all of them on the E3 platform. But I don't even know. I don't. I don't even know if because it's so easy and accessible for people to just find online content from developers directly like what benefit would it even be to a developer to agree to something like that like do i really want to share the limelight with some other um company with their announcements when i could well i never mind I, i could see the benefit there because they want to be able to grab some of that other audience as well so if they share the platform they can share the gamers in a way,
0: let's see. I'm looking through. We have a couple of questions. There are a couple of questions asked me about um, about what something is re- or not retro, which I will just direct people to my my first episode of Retrosaurus <laughs> for my opinion on that. Isn't
1: it great to have a video that
0: you can just point to? Yeah, because I kept seeing that. They're like, well, what do you think of this? And people kept asking in chat. And I'm like, literally tomorrow I can answer your question in an easy to digest 10 minute video. But for now, like, stop asking me. <laughs> We have one more from Black Shotgun, um, who who is a very um, frequent question asker for us. Um, it does relate to COVID nineteen through the coronavirus, just kind of in a way uh, with everything shutting down. Like like E three was canceled, G D Q or G D C was canceled, G D Q over the summer might be canceled, things like that. Like everything's being postponed, canceled. Um, there's even talk of like Final Fantasy seven remake not getting out to retailers on day and date, despite being you know digital being the same day, just because of it's a non-essential product. Games are not essential right now. I know entertainment's important during a time of like quarantine and being stuck at home, but they're not essential. Even products. though they're still entertaining. Even
1: though GameStop is still open, claiming to be an essential product.
0: Yeah, that's mm, they closed in. in, in hey man, uh, power to players. They did close players. in California. <laughs> they did close in California to um to um abide by that ruling that they have to. But yeah, that's they're they're not essential. And we can get a lot of things downloaded now so we don't have to go out for things. So like even though you can't get your physical copy or like there is a like actually it was in flux today whether or not I was gonna get Animal Crossing. I almost didn't get a chance to check it out because since Amazon is not stocking non essential products at the moment, it was up in the air whether or not I was gonna get it today or Tuesday because they already had it, but they were prioritizing getting out like, you know, necessary things like um like toiletries, food Things you would actually need because people aren't going out. So, um, Black Shotgun's question is, how do you think it will affect the game industry if people have to stay at home? Or, like, uh, will it influence game companies to do sales? Which I can answer that one now without even asking them. Yes. Yes, everywhere is doing sales right now. Some places are giving things away. GOG is giving away a lot of games. A lot of them are usually free or very cheap, but there's a ton of games for free on there. Um, Every shop I've been on has a sale right now. Have you guys noticed that? Yeah.
1: I think, so, in terms of what it does for the industry as a whole, for products that are already out there, this is going to be a very profitable time for the game industry. What's not going to be so great is development. I'm thinking because of COVID-19, we're going to see a decline in new releases going into the coming year, it's probably going to be a pretty deserted year because game developers are not going to want to go to their offices to actually develop these games in person. While they can work from home, the ability to communicate with their team members is going to be restrictive, and the honestly, they'll have access to is also going to be limited. So,
2: honestly, I don't see the next generation happening this year.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know if we'll even see... I could see them delaying the PS5 and uh, yep. Xbox Series X launch until, like, maybe March. Yeah, Because, like, Nintendo released a Switch during that time. That obviously is not a bad time to release something. I wouldn't be surprised if they push it off, because I wonder if that's why Sony didn't release a price and a date. Because, I mean... Maybe they just didn't have the pricings
2: or any of the parts or anything like that because of all the shutdowns. You know, I'm yeah. I'm a huge... Apple person also, and they're getting hit because of this to the point that they don't know if the new iPhone this year's version is going to come out. Yeah. So when it when it comes to I hardware. wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if that was also one of the reasons why we didn't get a pricing and we didn't get a price or a date because I I can see them if it goes for the long term like nothing's going to get fixed by May you know i can see mm-hmm. this going on to the point that they're going to delay all the consoles to ne- next generation is going to be next year
0: and like not even just like that like i know it's further than the question everything is going to be affected everything there's going to be delays across like every part or like every facet of the entertainment industry development of anything like production of anything everything will be affected by that so it's like it makes sense that gaming would be affected as well which i would not like, on the, the bright side, if you can take any silver lining, I wouldn't mind the game industry slowing down a little bit with the releases. So, like, in one way, there'll be less coming out, but then you'll have more time to appreciate what it does. And just hope But uh, like... Yeah, and I also like, think... I guess in a way, like... Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Um, the, oh, no, I, 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 like, trailed off there anyway.
1: The last... Um, the last time that we had an extended desertion of game releases was the time when twitch was the most active with people going back and be like okay let's play some older stuff like that's when i saw like wow there's a ton of people just sort of playing majora's mask or ocarina of time or like there was some diversity there that i feel didn't exist i don't know i,
0: I like how you just said diversity after listening to zelda games
1: <laughs> i was going so
0: you know they're playing ocarina of time or majora's mask, A lot of diversity literally two games with the same engine and assets
1: listen uh i don't know freaking lord of the rings the two towers then okay that game on the ps2 people remember that one right people were playing that
0: yep that, that was a game. um one.
1: the 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 point is like I, I would love to see that come back i know it's not going to happen because these days there's kind of this cemented status quo that if you're not playing a new game that just came out you're probably playing fortnite instead like you, you you have your new game that comes out and then when that's over you go back to your constant which is the Fortnite, the call of duty the whatever your multiplayer thing is that you do when it's off season for the game releases seems to be kind of people's thing but
0: well there's uh that's that's all we have there's only one more question which i will end with um no one has to actually answer this uh tofu asks, what is animal crossing now, thank you guys so much for uh, listening to Potasaurus and watching it. Let me know how you think of the new format still. I'm going to keep doing the video format from here on out. That's at least the plan. Um, one little bit of housekeeping for that. I'll do my... Uh, I'll get that with my myself promo actually. So, Ken, where can we find you?
2: You can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast, Ongaku to you. You can find me at the Twitters at OTYKen1 and on the Twitters for Ongaku... At you and we also have a website, Ongakuu if you guys are interested.
1: I am and Timber. Timber Taft. Um, I didn't say I
0: didn't say your name. I wasn't. I didn't say anything yet. Wait. Okay. Wait. Okay. Where can we find you, Timber?
1: I am Timber Taft, and you can find me on uh, youtube.com dot slash Timber Taft or twitch.tv slash Timber Taft. On the YouTube, I do various videos. You can expect some Witcher content coming soon. On the Twitch.tv, I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, starting at 9pm Eastern, usually playing RPG games. Right now, the rotation is Tales of Vesperia, The Witcher, and Deus Ex Human Revolution. You can also find me on Twitter.com slash Timbertaft if you want to see my schedule, although it's usually just going to be Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday at 9pm Eastern. So yeah, be there. And where can we
0: find you, Gil? Thank you for asking and I and me so much for waiting. My my name is Lou. You can find me on every th- single thing as Cody Hunter. I'm Cody Hunter on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Um you can also find me on Patreon now. This web's or um, this podcast uh is kind of supplementarily supported through Patreon now, but that is mainly just for the hosting fees to find this on things that are not just YouTube and a drop drop eh, and a download link on Dropbox. I would hopefully Starting next month, start putting these up on a on a uh, like something like SoundCloud or something, so it can go back out to iTunes. Yes, and, thank you. Uh, and Google Play and stuff. If we hit um, as soon as we hit like the goal for the month for that one, starting next month, it will go up on there. So starting Fev- or starting April, hopefully, um, I plan to have it up on just like your normal typical podcast things like we used to do. Um, and then also, you can find me here on YouTube as well. Now, I have a new video series called Retrosaurus. The first episode is up discussing what makes a game retro. Both of those projects, like I said, are supported through Patreon, but they will always be um, available on YouTube or anything for free for everyone. It's just another avenue of supporting this project and this channel. Um, but other than that, I do full time streaming on Twitch. Uh, I think I said that, didn't I? Did I? I don't remember. It's Cardio Hunter on everything. I changed my, my, um, I changed my Twitter handle to Cody Hunter as well, so it's uniform on everything. Also, check me out on MySpace at myspace.com/slash Cody Hunter. But thank you guys so much for listening and watching Potosaurus. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. Aloha.
0: God, I'm gonna have a lot to cut out this time. <laughs>